That's all I own. Now. Now. It wasn't started. <laughs> well, hello, hello, hello again, and welcome to another episode of Chat Zion. Today's uh, chat topic is teen pregnancy. It's not always what you think. And today's is not going to be what you think. It's going to be the kickoff for our current series on Christmas. And so we're going to talk all about the mother of Jesus. We're going to talk all about Mary today and the faith that she had to have to become the mother of Jesus. So, welcome, Jason. Yeah, all good. Well, I, uh, I suppose I'm not a guest anymore. I'm kind of hosting this as well as you. It's good to have we'll be back next week, every week with live shows. We're going to start a Christmas countdown. Uh, getting the team here to share it among Facebook since my phone is busy, and that was so. If the team can send links and say, "Hey, we're live," and uh, yeah, hopefully we get some more audience. Um, <clears throat> so yes, teen pregnancy is not always what you think. It's amazing, you know. I uh, <laughs> if 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 my uh, girlfriend had come up to me when I was 21 and said, "I'm pregnant," I would have had a problem then. Imagine being 13, 13 years old, and you get told you're going to have a baby. I don't know about that. But not just any baby. Yeah, not just any baby, but a baby that's going to change the world. Literally, change the world. Oh, and it won't be your baby. Really. It'll be half yours and half God's. Sounds like we're kind of saying a Roman... Uh, a Roman uh, myth, actually. You know, it could be Zeus. Zeus came down, oops, made a pro- made a baby, and we got Hercules. But we're not. But not. A little bit different, and a little bit more testing for, for Mary, I think, because of the situation that she was in, where at the time that she got this surprising information from an angel of the Lord... It was not a particularly good time for her to be an unwed pregnant teen. Unwed pregnant teen and a Jew. So, under Roman law. Yeah. Yeah. Not I mean, particularly fun. No. usually. But she took it on board anyway. Usually gets a good stoning, to be honest. However, she was engaged. She was engaged to a man who, well, let's be honest, wanted to run. His first impulse was run. I haven't done anything wrong here, and I'm going to be looked at badly. And I know that there's probably plenty of girls out there that have men who run away. And in this situation, the man, he decided that he was. He was going to run away. But then something happened. God came down by sending Gabriel, his messenger, and said, basically, it's all good. I'm the father, and uh, you don't have to worry. This this kid's going to change the world. So Joseph decided to make a decision. And, and he stuck it out. And, uh, and wow, did I just get a message? I think I did. Um, but yeah, Joseph stuck it out and he decided to take Mary as his wife. Now, for those of you who are out there that, you know, maybe have been pregnant as a teen, most of you are probably thinking, man, being married at 13, how would you deal with that? Well, as someone who's not 
ever going to be a pregnant teen. <laughs> it's hard for me to comment. But um, you've got to you've look at the social situation that we live in now, and we live in a massively more progressive society than what were, was in Israel of 2,000 years ago. Oh, yeah. And people still have lots of problems with it now. And young men have the same, are faced with the same dilemma often in today's society. And as many times as they stay, they run, which is an yeah. alarming fact. But can you imagine being in Joseph's shoes? An angel turns up and goes, by the way, you're not responsible, but you're going to be responsible. I mean, most of us have trouble being responsible for anything. You know, we get married, guarantee for the first child. No, no, I don't know. Um, we do have one parent here. Uh, and since his favorite audience member is part of the, uh, the podcast right now, hey, do you want to um, share what you felt when you got told you're going to have a child? I was very nervous, I was excited, I was, there were so many emotions that I went through. Yeah. Did an angel have to come down and tell you to stay? <laughs> Alright, so it's not Joseph on the line, <laughs> just so that everyone's clarified here. It's a different father. We weren't able to book Joseph in, he, he wasn't available today. So we've got the silent assassin instead. Not so silent again this week, which is really good. Uh, now, <laughs> we, I have, I've got a question here, because... I've always sat there, and like I said before, I am not, nor will I ever be, an unwed pregnant teen. But <laughs> I'm kind of glad of that. It must have been pretty hard to go, yep, all right, sure. I'll be the mother of the son of the Lord. No worries. Because really, yeah. I, if I sat there right now and I imagined someone coming down to 99.9% .9 of the teenage girl population, I reckon most of them would say, yeah, no thanks. I'll be right. I'm just going to keep going over this way and run away from that. It, it kind of makes sense why she went to her cousin's place. You know, her cousin's a Levite. You know, he's a priest. And the minute that Mary walks through the door, her cousin goes, blessed are you. You know, imagine walking through your priest's door with an unplanned pregnancy that God had planned, but you just said yes to, and your the priest's wife, your cousin, says you're blessed. You imagine what's going through your mind at this point. I mean, yes, you said. I mean, she'd already said yes to God. And I suppose we sometimes we overlook this fact. When God came, he gave her a choice. But you see, Gabriel did it in a way by saying, blessed are you, chosen of me. You know, you're, you're special. Being special, because, hey, I will serve God no matter what the price. It kind of reminds me of, of, of you know, many others. Samuel, chosen by God at a young age. Um, Samson chosen by God, by his parents, set apart by his parents. Jesus here is set apart by God, an amazing distinction. For a 13-year-old girl, when most of us are today still playing in school, 
still figuring out who we are. She has the presence of mind to say, yep, I'll do it. And then, yes, I'm going to go to my cousins. Yeah, and, and I think that's what it's all about today. It's all about the faith that Mary had because she had to trust and believe in what she was seeing and hearing for a, a starters mm. and go, okay, yes, I do believe that this is really an angel of the Lord and not I've fallen down and hit my head and I'm seeing things. And then she had to go, oh, that's a pretty big task you're asking of me. Mm. But yeah, if that's what God wants me to do, then that's what I've got to do. That's a big step in faith. That's the leaps and bounds of faith right there. Yeah, absolutely. Because it can't possibly have been the plan that she had when she was walking down the street that day. <laughs> Drawing the water or picking, you know, yeah, food Yeah, I'm just going to go down and get some water from the well and I might stop at the market and pick up some potatoes and, oh, yeah, by the way, teen pregnancy. <laughs> Tick that one off the list. Now, oh, I'll tell you what. You know, there are plenty of young women out there right now going, I didn't plan this, I didn't prepare this. And, you know, even though Jesus, you know, Mary said yes to having Jesus, but even with that, the amount of doubt. So, again, I'm talking back to the father we had. Your first news, okay, you're excited. What goes through your mind in that, in that uh, nine months while you're waiting for this to happen? There's a lot that goes through. One's mind. Try to be sure you're set to have a baby, you know, just around the house. You try to prepare yourself as best you can. Try to prepare the house, of course. Try to be sure you and your spouse are prepared together. Must There's have taken you while you were a manger. <laughs> well, I, 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 that's actually a good point. Right? I'm pretty sure Joseph was preparing the house. And then Caesar comes in and disrupts his plans. By the way, you're going to have to go back to where you were born and the father's place of birth, so Bethlehem, the town of Jesse. Oh, okay, so I've been preparing for this, but we've got to go. So lack of preparation. It's not only, I mean, you're sitting on a donkey by this point as a young teen girl, sitting on a donkey, being led there by your husband, the amount that's going through your mind. Where are we going to stay? I'm sure everything's going to be worked. See, I actually think she was the opposite. I think she's she's like sitting on the donkey going, God's got this. God's got this. God better have this. <laughs> this is his son. He better know what he's doing. But Because the Bible says she stored up everything in her heart. So she's not taught. But, and, and Jesus said later, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. But everything Jesus did was a conundrum to the people around him. At 13, when his mother was probably pregnant to him, he was teaching the, the teachers of the law. Yeah. So I wonder if she was sitting on that donkey thinking, I wonder where my son's going to be when he's my age. Because he had no expectation to marry at a young age. So... I wonder where he's. I wonder where my son's gonna be. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I work with a lot of parents, mm. and there's no shortage of high expectations that they place on their kids. Let me tell you that. Most of my the parents that I work with at my school have they tend to set the bar pretty high, mm. and 
None of them conceived the Son of Man. So you can imagine what sort of bar Mary's setting as she's riding this donkey into town. She must be sitting there going, <laughs> alright, so this person is supposed to be the King, and the Son of God, the Son of Man. It's completely changed the whole history of the world. But she's also thinking he better be a carpenter after his father. He better, <laughs> he better be a good son. He better spend time with his mother and, and his family. And if she was my wife, then she'd be sitting there going, I'm going to make sure that he goes for Colton. <laughs> for the football, because otherwise he's going to upset his father. And then we're going to have discord in the house and that can't be good. <laughs> you got to go for those Nazareth uh, Broncos, eh? Yeah, yes. Hey, I'm sure there was some sort of chariot thing at the time that would have been really important. Most of us have seen Ben-Hur, lots of chariots. Uh, That's right. Favourite chariot race, Ben-Hur, Jesus being a prince. Um, no, look, I, I think, you know, there's got to be trepidation. I, I think if you're a teen girl and, and the minute that you find out, there's... At 13, just imagine that. I mean, I can't. I wasn't even thinking that when I was 24, let alone 13. But, I mean, the problem being we're all male. I'd love to have a female in, uh, um, perspective in this, but both of them bailed. We couldn't book them in time. Something to do with having female voices on radio. Uh, and we have another male in the house. He's, he's, he's the opposite of female. Um, he's quite low. He's a dwarf, really. But he's got an aggro temper. Uh, and, and he's even more quiet when he doesn't want to talk than the silent assassin. But, hey, do you want to say something to this? Add something in. Oh, my goodness. I was actually accurate. He's saying more quiet. I am just trying to wrap my head around I'm trying to empathise as much as I could because that's what we're what we're talking about. What sort of faith that she must have had? What things must have been going on inside of her when all of this is happening? Mm. Because you've got nine months to wrap your head around it. I mean, she made a decision in you know nine seconds, but she's got nine months to really think it through. And you just I can't at all fathom what she was going through because of the fact that it wasn't any child. And I think that, for me, is the difference because, you know, there are other people, like we've said before, there are plenty of people who have had unexpected pregnancies. There have been plenty of people who have had teen pregnancies, mm. you know. But, and there are so many people, and I want to make a point of acknowledging this, so many mums that may not have wanted mm. to have a child when they did but they went yeah this is my child and i'm going to do anything and everything that i need to do for this kid and i think that that is so selfless and so amazing that these mums stopped their life instantly when yeah. they found that out and i think that's a remarkable thing to do and it's something that as men, we don't have to do. Sure, we have to make lots and lots of changes, but nowhere near the magnitude that what a woman mm. has to do. And for an unexpected and for a young woman to do that, I think is great. And if there are any listening to us 
at the moment or or in the future well done absolutely Thank you for doing it absolutely i think the other thing we should know if you're if you're a young woman out there that hears this message and you're thinking well you know she could have just got an abortion or you know i that was what was forced on me i wanted to have a child and i couldn't because my parents said no you know at this time there wasn't abortion she could have been stoned if the people had turned against her she would have lost her life as well but having that choice wasn't it was you lose your life for messing up or you keep the baby there was no abortion back then and you know today that's a an interesting subject in the church there are a lot of churches that are for abortion a lot of churches that are against i'm against because i see it as life but i can understand certain circumstances like that where a child is forced on you and you have to make a decision and my heart goes out to those young women because that that's that's something that it i mean it's a life inside you and yet it's not something you planned or wanted that's something that i could just turn in tears on that one yeah and and mary took that act of faith in that moment when she was sitting there talking or standing there talking to to gabriel talking to a messenger of god she took that act of faith and went yep i can do this mm. and you know being filled with the holy spirit from that point on and having that sense of purpose must have been an incredible feeling for her and it must have been such a rewarding thing for her throughout that nine months and throughout that 33 years mm. that must have been such a wonderful thing for her to experience as, as a mother from that point on for the rest of her life and at the same time knowing the heartache that was coming to her knowing that at some point you know when jesus comes and says you know i i have to die this is this is why i'm here this is what i've come for yeah well i suppose that that you know obviously this is the first of six weeks or six weeks till christmas um, so this is the first of six broadcasts where we work our way up to Christmas. So some of that we'll leave till later. But, <clears throat> you know, I think just that miraculous faith that, yes, I will, despite the circumstances, despite what, she, what was threatened of her. You know, imagine if you're walking down the road and someone comes to you and says, hey, I'm just going to put this brand on you. This brand basically say you're unworthy to everyone around you. Yep. And then you're 13, you go home, your parents are like, what happened? And they live in a Christian culture or a God culture. But even then, it had been... A, few, a thousand years or so since God had interacted with his people. The Romans had conquered. So imagine going home and telling your, your, your father and your mother, um, God just appeared to me and I'm going to have a baby. Being a father, 
if I was a father, I can't. I don't know if I could take it. And this is in a time when they're under slavery. They're under persecution. And the father was supposed to take his daughter and, and take her to the, the town. Sorry, that leaning over was just me noticing that our background picture is a kitten. And, and one of our... Josh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for pointing out the fact it is a cat. I only just noticed at the same time, Josh. I didn't know that we were talking about the faith of the Mother of Christ with the background of a kitten. I agree, that makes absolutely no sense. It's what I had available at the time. But it's attracted attention, so it's a win. Curiosity. Oh, we yeah. just lost all our viewers. I think that um, <laughs> what you're saying then about... The, the act of faith that, that it took. And I think in today's society, when a stranger stops us on the street, and mm. that's what's happened, basically. Yeah. Or, you know, and a stranger or has appears, appeared or, yeah. on the street, which would be more freaky than just a stranger walking up to you on the street and stopping you. Um, how often do people not stop to help a stranger that is in need of help? How Absolutely. often do we sit there and go, oh, I've got no idea who you oh. are and what you really want. And people are so concerned with that. People are so quick to back up and defend themselves, protect themselves first and foremost. So, um, again, it's, it's a remarkable thing that, that Mary did. And it is a miraculous thing that but Mary did. But it, it most was, importantly, it's a beautiful thing. That it is. Did. It's absolutely a beautiful thing. It shows the amount of faith she had. The other thing is, I suppose, if you took that into today's standard, if, if you took what Mary did, you know, God sends an angel, the angel appears, and let's say he appears on a street while you're shopping. He appears on a street while you're shopping. I know what most girls today would do. So it's a stranger, a guy dressed in white robes today in a modern setting, what would you do? Kick him in the man parts and run away. Well, that comes from that comes from a teacher. Silent Assassin, you got something? He's very silent right now. Uh, how about the other silent person in the room? <laughs> He's asking for our female interaction, who's even more... My, my sister's just walked in. Let's see what she's got to say. I don't even know what you're on about. Okay. If a man in a big white <laughs> robe stopped you on the street, you'll rape and run away. <laughs> you'll rape and run away. Now, okay, imagine that the day she could be <laughs> stoned for what's about to happen. How much more would you yell rape and run away? And yet she had the faith to say, well, if this is if, if God wants me to do it, I'll do it. Thirteen year old girl. And we asked this before of the guys, but none of us can actually indicate this. We actually have a female in the room. So, as a 13-year-old girl, not that you're 13, but as a 13-year-old girl, what would your reaction be if God came to you and said, by the way, you're pregnant? Just from my personal experience, that would be a miracle. Well, I guess Mary pretty much had the same experience. Yeah. So. I think that sounds pretty accepting, to be fair. Yeah, I think I think she did it really well. It wasn't like panic, run away. She hasn't left the chair. 
So she didn't freak out too She's much. She's kind of like saying, it happened. It's done. <laughs> Not a lot I can do about <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Mary's faith. First thing she does, goes to her cousin, has a priest say, blessed are you. You know, that would build your faith up so much. Um, and then, of course, we've got where she goes from there. And we'll, we'll start covering that in the next... I think next time we'll cover the Bethlehem experience. And we'll talk about things like the wise men and the sheep and the shepherds and the animals and the bed. I love how the sheep was the second thing on that list. I don't know why that's Just came how important out. were these sheep. We'll yeah. see. Tune in next week to find out how important the sheep really were. Absolutely. So send us uh, emails through to chatzionmail at gmail.com or get on Facebook and look for us at Chat Zion. We're on YouTube as well. Uh, we haven't released any new videos for a little bit, but this broadcast will be on YouTube within a couple of days and you will see the face of a smiling cat. <laughs> kind of smiling. Next week it may be sheep. Now, <laughs> yep, definitely. So I think that's it and we're all signing off. Uh, so from Pat, myself and the silent assassin and for our two guests who walked in or sat down, uh, we just want to thank you for joining us. And enjoy the start of your Christmas period. I know that I'm going to and hopefully... We can have a, a little bit of fun over the next six weeks, but learn something a little bit different too. And have a great Christmas this year and a happy new year. Bye now. <laughs>